All right, Hare Krishna. So this section is about habits. Now we hear and hear and hear about habits and habits. So this is a really good download that I've been learning over the last few years and it was succinctly presented recently and I want to share it with you all. Um, and I did mention a little bit in the beginning of the coaching call we just had. So it's basically, um, habits is basically what makes up our lives. Um, habits are unconscious. Um, most of the time we're unaware. Um, oh, why do I do that? Because we have a lot of habit energy and we were, I was explaining, uh, I think it's neurobiologists say that, you know, like 40% of your habits are, 40% um, of your behavior is habit driven. So that's a lot of energy there of habits, you know, and we're explaining that, you know, when we say, um, when we want to start spiritual life and we want to make progress in spiritual life, just reiterating that it begins with sense and mind control, which is discipline and discipline means you've got to change your habits. You can't just, it's not going to happen automatically. Um, and we're going to learn the science of that today. So we've got to be very conscious and intentional in changing habits and, and being kind to ourselves and understanding and being self-reflective and micro-reflective on ourselves, look within, to see that we are bringing habits in. And habits aren't just the gross ones that we talk about when we first come, you know, illicit sex, gambling, intoxication. Once you've got in the door and sort of got those a bit under control, it's really your habits within, how you think. Because how you think, I'll give you some quotes. Um, By your deeds, you shall be known. Have you heard that phrase? By your deeds, you shall be known. Meaning, by the rep repetition of your actions and your habits, that's how people will know you. <laughs> so that's not just what you do, it's what you say and how you say it. Yeah, and the kind of, and also what you say to yourself. Right? How you, what you say to you, yourself is how you shall be known to you. <laughs> it's really deep. This is very deep, guys. Really isn't, you know, so, so if you want to change the way you live, you have to change the way you think, right? This is, again, we, we said, remember in my Supercharged Sadness series, change, the one thing that changes things is to change the mindset, the one thing that's getting in the way. And we'll, we'll find out right now, why is it that I have good intentions and I want to change my habits, um, but I can't seem to sustain them and I keep defaulting back to the old ways. Remember, in Bhakti, we have that, um, you know, where devotees fall down and you go back to things. These are the default programs and habits that haunt us. And Bhakti is really training new habits. You know, oh, I'm going to the ashram, I'm going to learn bhakti. You're, what are you doing? What's the, what's the down to earth? Your beginning stages is to change your habits. How? Repetition. Repeat, repeat, repeat. And with sense and mind control. That's how you change habits. And I'm actually giving some teachings here from Napoleon Hill, who wasn't a devotee, but some smart materialists also understand these same principles. So, um, so nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you don't change your habits, you will stay the same. <laughs> and I know it's a struggle, isn't it? Because we try, we do the habits of Bhakti, and then a habit comes in again. And we want to learn how to stop those old habits and keep these new habits um, 
going. And, and if we change the habits, our lives will change. Because if you change the way you behave, so thinking leads to your words, your words lead to your actions. Your actions lead to your habits, because they're repeated actions. And your habits lead to your character, how you shall be known. And of course, your character determines your destiny. Who we become from our thinking through our habits will determine where we go in our next life or where we, how far we get in back the okay? So let's have a deeper dive. Um, so if you don't change a habit, you will default back to your old ways, which are probably not where you wanted to be, otherwise you wouldn't be on the call. Okay, so how are habits formed? So there's gonna be a few visual, really good ways of learning this morning on visually, so you can see these things visually, an idea. And, and we're gonna learn how to develop habits that, so you can act to get the best out of yourself. How does that sound? To get the best version out of you, to become the best devotee you can be, to thrive. This is what we're going to develop. So, negative thoughts. This is really key. Negative. Remember back to the thinking. Negative thoughts can get trapped in your psyche. And often negative thoughts, as you're learning and thriving back to through your habits, that when you're when you have no activity or you're not doing actions towards what you really want to do your negative thoughts actually can get worse right you ever had that when you you know you want to be doing something a different kind of habit you can't change you actually have more negative thoughts um, so negative thoughts um, th th here's a quote now listen to this really carefully negative thoughts and habits will attract to you will attract to their creator, that's you, the perfect physical manifestation of that thought. So when you, so what you are thinking, whether it's positive or negative, ultimately will transform itself into the physical manifestation of what the thought is. So when you have negative thinking, stinking thinking, it actually will manifest physically in your life. So this is really, really important. So you may have good intentions, right? We just mentioned this earlier. But but we, if we don't actually know how to change habits, then we'll actually just default and we'll end up doing the same thing again and again. So just remember that your thoughts actually do manifest in reality. So there's a, there's a term that Napoleon Hill uses called habit force. So habit is a force right because i love the way he terms these things brilliant old english habit force there's a force within us that drives us and becomes automated that is it's almost like 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 arjuna says it's like why is it i um um seem to be uh, made to act outside my control right chanchalam himana krishna he talks about the mind is very difficult i want to act good but it seems like i'm forced of course we know lust but this is Lust is 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 reinforced by habit. It's a force, right? So, habit force. This is another quote. Will determine your success or failure by forcing you to take on or become part of the environment in which you live or move daily. So, how you live, the environment you're in, how, what you do each day, um, will determine 
that what particular habit force is acting upon you positive or negatively so therefore you have to control your input and of course bhakti lifestyle is all about protecting our input our consciousness not going you know not associating with people in the mode staying around devotees it's not just a spiritual religious thing that you have to do it's protecting your input your thinking so you can always think of krishna never forget krishna Right. So externally, internally, you have to connect your input. But I want to focus on what is really important, or what I think is, it, they're both important, but most important is your self-talk, your input, insight, what you're saying to yourself, because you can control your thoughts. And the question is, in bhakti, we are actually consciously always chanting Hare Krishna this is actually protecting our thoughts but often we have programs and habits in our inside that we um, are we are we trying to change those thoughts consciously are we becoming aware of any negative self-talk um, <clears throat> or are we letting them just run on automatically or are we thinking they can't be changed so your thoughts that we have right now today just talking ordinarily, have got you to where you are today. Right? How you're living, your habits, your actions, is all a result of how you're thinking today and how you're talking to yourself today. So if that's not, if this, if there's things in your life that are not where you want them to be, um, then you need to change. You need to change those things, or you will default back to what's keeping you where you are. Okay, so. So when people get some success, you know, materially or spiritually, it's like when you start your bhakti to where you are five, ten years down the line and you have some success and you've made some progress, your thinking where you are here was very different to when you started. It should be because we're transforming our thinking, our consciousness, so our thinking is different. Right, I suppose the stark example, before Krishna consciousness, you never thought of Krishna. And now you think of Krishna hopefully most of the time and how you understand the world and how you see prioritizing life and how you see values and your values have all changed. So you're going through actually a, a, a thought thinking transformation program. Yeah. So, um, so we are ruled by our habits and thinking. So we have to tackle habits. And our thinking that's what we're doing in bhakti it has to be a conscious intentional thing we can't just drift in bhakti we have to be intentional and how do we create thoughts so this is an important point is by repetition you could almost say like we repeat the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra that's thinking of that's thinking of Krishna isn't it Prabhupada said you when you are when you are th you're thinking of Krishna, um, that's changing your thoughts. I'm sorry, chanting the Maha Mantra is thinking of Krishna, because obviously you think of the person that you're chanting about, and the name is non-different. So, um, so what do you say to yourself every night and every morning? So we've talked about affirmations. Napoleon Hill is like, what are you saying to yourself before you go to bed at night? What are you saying to yourself when you get up, getting up in the morning? Is it is it happy thoughts? 
Right. Is it positive thinking? Or is there negative stuff there? So you have to listen to what you say to yourself. And this is where we went from consciously, uh, unconsciously incompetent to becoming conscious, then Krishna conscious, consciously conscious of our incompetence. What, are, what maybe, you know, for some of us, we definitely, you know, we come into Bhakti and we may have some negative thinking, some negative programs in our, in our mind. And if you listen to what you say to yourself, and then you can watch what you do. Because often around negative thinking, negative actions usually happen. Have you noticed that? When you're negative and you're thinking negative, you're generally negative to others. And you do negative things to yourself. Does that make sense? And you can do things. If you're negative, you'll do negative things. It'll probably be things that aren't actually good for your Krishna consciousness either. Right? So people say, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work four times. I'm going to go four times a week. You know, but... One of the key things we're going to add to that, that how do you, you know, we're talking about how do you create thoughts by repetition, but you also have to have concentration. So you can start going down the gym, but soon some of those default thinking that you had before, if you're not concentrating on those old thought patterns and things, you can get distracted. Have you noticed you can get distracted from your bhakti and your services because you're not concentrating on distraction that comes from the old programs or things around you. And often people, they go to the gym for a period of time, they get a whole sort of buzz out of it for a bit, and then it kind of, next minute, four months later, they're not going so much, and they're, and they're right back where they were. And they kind of figure out why, because they didn't use concentration. Um, so making a decision, like I said earlier, you've got to make a decision that you want to change certain things, but making that decision doesn't mean you have created, created the habit yet. So first is the decision. That's important. You've got to make a decision. I want to change, but you've got to do some work, some repetition. Now I've talked about affirmations, and then getting better at the affirmations, having posture. Now visualizing. You've got to put the work in to change. Okay. Um, like in fact, you can say, "Oh, I'm shy. Oh, I'm not very. I'm not a very good devotee. I'm not very good at that." Yeah, that's for the that's for the advanced devotees, Prabhu. All this negative thinking out of, and it can be even worse than that. Some of the some of the thinking. I have devotees who have suicidal thoughts, for instance. Someone rang me yesterday, and he is having anxiety. He said, "I'm having voice in my head telling me I should kill myself." Right? That's an extreme version. It happens. He's a he does sankirtan. He's a wonderful devotee, but he's got this mind that's causing problems for him. Okay. Hopefully none of yours are quite like that. But so we have this thinking that's going on and um, that dialogue. And back to Tirta Swami talked about this in his Fear and Love lectures, which I recommend on btswami.net. Uh, BT, is it btswami.com? I think those audios, it's been a long time since I've been on his website. Uh, but the, the, his, his um, disciples have for him. And he talked about you've got to become aware of the dialogue in your mind. He didn't go into too much detail, but he knew it was important. Um, so how to change the dialogue to, I am confident, I'm happy, I'm a great devotee. I will accomplish everything by the mercy of Guru and Krishna. I can be an instrument to do good to others. I add value to others. I value myself. I'm an eternal part of Krishna. Krishna loves me. I have value. You need to speak these things into your life if you have negative dialogue. Because it's true. <laughs> Absolutely true. 
Susukum kartam aviyam, that, that you know we're naturally happy. So if you have negative, you got to we got to we got to eliminate that, and you do that by repetition, and by concentration. Um, and you have to do it until your subconscious takes it on, takes it over. Your subconscious changes. You know, it takes time. It takes months. It can take six months, a year of continual work to change that program gradually, so the subconscious takes it on as being true because your subconscious believes everything it's doing is good the subconscious doesn't know what's right or wrong it's like an excel sheet but whatever figures you put into your subconscious you know the excel sheets have formulas in them and at the bottom it adds everything up so if you've got certain numbers at the top it just gives you the answer this is what you want this is what you want because it's programmed just to do what it's told to do it doesn't change itself you the conscious mind has to change the subconscious mind right and completely possible um, so you develop a habit and then you have to let the habit get you let it become automated i like the example of brushing your teeth how many of you brush your teeth when you're brushing your teeth I even take the top off and get in. I didn't even realize I was doing it. I just do it so many times have I brushed my teeth that I don't have to, you have to think about it, right? Even what I'm doing with the brush, I'm thinking about so many other things and my hand is doing all the brushing styles that I like to do with my teeth. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just like, because you, you know, or it's done it so many times have I brushed my teeth. It's automated. <laughs> it's become uh, unconsciously competent <laughs> got to the point where it's spontaneous because that's the you know spontaneous love of Krishna means it's just automatic but until we're automatic we have to be consciously competent concentration has to be there um, so we're coming to the, end, the last part here so what's really important is to understand uh, there's two steps to um, establishing habits and maintaining them right so you've got repetition and concentration but you have to you have to um, understand that habits are like your, your brains like like plasticity um, so it's like mold uh, molding plastic you know uh, yeah plasticine in over there or femo or clay so if you mold some clay, this is a visual um, idea that will help understand things so this is a visual thing those who are visual orientated so you get some clay and you mold it and you're molding it and you make something and then you put it down right so that mold that clay will stay like that if you don't do anything to it it will just stay fixed right but if i pick up the clay i can remold it right so that's the nature of habits your brain it has plasticity it means it can be molded but if you don't consciously mold it it stays fixed right but you can change it's just a matter of what's called making you ought to make frequent in the frequency of impressions so the more you keep doing stuff with the clay the more it becomes changed from what it was before um, so how often are we repeating you know the frequency of impression in that clay and and 
how often are we repeating what it is that you want? Yeah. Um, a trait, a habit. So I want to become confident. I want to become uh, 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 what's it like? It can be a habit. It can be something you want to achieve. I'm a good sleeper. I love rising early in the morning. I'm, I'm a great riser. You know, you can you can say that to yourself. Those who have the sleep thing. I love I love rising early in the morning. Every time I wake up, I feel so enlivened. Yeah. So how often are we having a frequency of impression to mold? ourselves um, what are you saying to yourself again and again so I know this seems like what, even what I'm saying is repetitive but it's something we have to put into our habits and the habits have to be repeated yeah? and that frequency has to have in uh, the second part of changing habits is yes you're doing the repeating but the intensity of the impression and I talked about this earlier in the other coaching call like be emo um, the emotional input behind the impression of what you're what you're repeating. So we're talking about get emotional. Like Tony Robbins talks about, like when you're doing your power posture and you're speaking out positive affirmations, you've got to get emotional. It, this this the, this remolds the neurology and this and the brain completely when there's emotions when there's a emo when you have an emotional event it becomes burned into your subconscious very deeply that's why negatively traumas of the past have so burned in the subconscious it's hard to actually change that but not impossible right so emotions are key to creating great changes in the subconscious mind so you have to visualize the end result. What is it going to be like when I've achieved this? How am I going to feel when I get up in the morning at the time that I was saying? How am I going to feel when I actually finished one book that I intended to finish? What's that going to look like? What am I going to do on that day to celebrate? And visualize what you're doing. It could be like, I don't know, go and serve the devotees or take a cake to the devotees at the temple and serve them out. Oh, what's this for? I just finished the book. I'm celebrating a win. You've got to do these things, you know, and you've got to visualize that excitement and that day. Because see, what you think about will manifest in your life physically. It will happen. It will actually happen. And you will take the cake. If you keep visualizing it and you want it to happen, it will happen. Remember the very beginning we were hearing about um, whatever you are thinking, positively or negatively, ultimately will transform itself into the physical manifestation of what the thought is. Amazing. So whatever is your most dominant thought, um, that is the direction in which your life will head. You know, you can see people who get into negative association, negative thinking, their lives spiral into crime and all kinds of things. You get into positive things. If you hang around devotees and your thinking is supremely pure and positive, you end up Krishna conscious. So if you have other stuff going on, you've got to do something about it. As, you, know, you have a responsibility and you have the power to change it. So pick one thing. Oh no, intensity of impression, yeah, we did that. So so how to change and, and, and maintain a habit, develop a habit, um, is that if you have to have frequency of impression, first step. 
you need to mold you need to have regular uh, uh, repeating of and and have a, a, a goal and then you also have the intensity of that impression by visualization and emotions and again I was mentioning just pick one thing the one thing that you're going to work on which we talked about in the session just choose one thing because once you get one thing right you know you can change the other things and you don't want what we have goal diffusion or habit diffusion where you have too many goals or habits going on at the same time and then actually not no one area really changes and actually you end up not not having very good results at all so master one well, what's 30 days or two weeks or 30 days to do one and then another 30 days, another 30 days? I see many habits you can really, really get on top of. And some may take more than 30 days. But 30 days is the, usually the time frame to change small habits. So I hope that was useful. Understanding how um, you, you know, the, the, the habits that you, uh, the creator, the negative thoughts the create habits that you attract to you, their creator will attract to you the perfect physical manifestation of that thought. So this is how powerful the mind is. And we know in bhakti that the mind can deliver you from material existence. I mean, is that powerful or what? So think of how powerful the mind is, even without Christian consciousness, the power of the mind is taking you from one body to another, one lifetime to another. It's the same mind you've had with you through countless births. It's the same one. That's how powerful the mind. The mind can really finish you off, and it, or it can really help you. It can be your greatest friend. We hear about that as greatest friend or your worst enemy. Gee, kijai. But how much do you really understand the power? So we really, the more we have concentrated effort to stay not distracted. Remember the concentrated effort of repetition getting excited about your goals. So everything you're doing in the Thriving Bhakti is based on this knowledge that's been around for a hundred years by Napoleon Hill. And it's been very profound. It's had a lot of impact. Um, and all the stuff that's out there right now is really coming from these, these, these teachings of the early 20th century. But he's got some insight. And he certainly understands that, you know, the beginning... Sense and mind control mean discipline, which means you've got to deal with habits and you've got to understand how habits are created and how habits are changed. You've got to follow the whole train of thought back to, well, how do I change habits? We do have the added bonus, <laughs> the transcendental bonus of chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra and having a Dharati Association. That power is, you know, will obviously is there but we also have to take responsibility to learn how best we can deal with our habits as well so they don't interfere with our ability to access transcendental magnetism to get out of the modes which is which will get us out of the modes but this is really useful to know in that journey to help the journey easier and uh, to understand how the mind works is very very useful and there's a lot of it in the fifth and sixth canto how the mind can really finish you off it's the greatest enemy so to engage in devotional service is key, but if you've got a mind that's really affecting your ability to practice devotional service, having all these tools in your toolkit is really useful. All right. I hope that was uh, useful to you. Hare Krishna.